the David Glenn Show. Our next guest gets to host one of the biggest games of the college football weekend. He has been a successful head coach at Fordham, Richmond, Bowling Green, and for these last five years at Wake Forest. It is number eight Notre Dame, 3-0, visiting the 2-1 Demon Deacons of Wake Forest. Coach Dave Clawson, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm doing great. Always a pleasure to be on. Thank you, Coach. Hey, growing up in the Buffalo area way back in the 1970s, I'm old enough to remember that the Fighting Irish won a couple of national titles back when you and I were kids. Was that on your radar at all as a young person, as uh, you probably didn't know that you'd turn out to be a college football coach? I had no idea, but I, I grew up actually a Pitt Panther fan. My dad went to Pitt, and back in those days, uh, Pitt Notre Dame used to play every year. So I, I, you know, I was a, you know, the era of Dan Marino and Matt Cavanaugh when they won the national championship, and that's really when I became a huge college football fan. Now, in this case, I know you're going to tell me that history doesn't matter, but believe it or not, the last time Wake Forest beat a top 10 AP opponent in football was the 1940s. Is that worth mentioning as a point of inspiration, worth ignoring because you don't want to hear the negativity or something well, altogether just, different? I, I didn't know that, so you just gave me my pregame talk. Do you th I mean, is it worth mentioning, though? Because you know anytime I can help you win, I'm, I'm here, and I don't even need a paycheck. Well, I appreciate that. So what, what, was, the, uh, what was the year that okay. we last beat a top-10 team? I believe it was number four Tennessee in 1946. Like, that's around the time my parents were born, Coach. So, well, again, you just gave me my pregame talk, so that'll be why we come out fired up. So it is, uh, but it, we, is worth, we, it is worth mentioning, though? I mean, are you kidding well, me? Well, I, I think so. I, I think, you know, any time that you're building a football program, you want to have landmarks and you want to, um, you know, you want your, your team to think of it more than just that season that you're building a program. I mean, for instance, it's, it's very important to us um, you know, Wake Forest has only been to a bowl three consecutive years once in our history. Yeah. And, you know, we have a chance to do that this year. And we could become – we win three bowl games in a row if we can get to a bowl. And to have another winning season and to start building that tradition that we're forming our own history. And, you know, to be able to knock off a top ten opponent on our home field would be a, a huge moment for us. And that's why these games are great. Um, you know, and we'll get that opportunity again two weeks later when Clemson comes to town. And, again, that is part of the sell and the appeal of playing football at Wake Forest is that you get to host games like this and playing games like this. When they do the documentary on the big victory over number 8 Notre Dame, will you remember that it was just some goofy sports radio guy who planted the seed? Or are you going to take it in a different direction? I, I will give you full credit that you were the inspiration <laughs> for the win. Dave Clawson is joining us on the David Glenn Show. Follow him on Twitter, at Coach Clawson. It is a national TV game. We're bringing our big tailgate tour to Winston-Salem. Noon Saturday, ABC, if you can't get to BB&T Field, as we will in person. 3-0 and Notre Dame with that number eight national ranking against the 2-1 and Demon Deacons of Wake Forest. One more quick history thing, because we haven't had a chance to catch up with you since 9-11. A lot of folks, even those who know you well, may forget that on September 11th, 2001, when those planes hit those towers, 
you were the head coach at Fordham, which is located right there in New York City. I saw you recently tweet that you lost someone you described a privilege of coaching, Nick Brandamarty. What do you remember about September 11th, 2001? I know you're thinking about Notre Dame right now, but that sounds like a special person in your life, and you were right there in New York City when it happened. No, I mean, that, that date is one of those dates that – you know, just like people who lived in the 60s remember where they were when Kennedy got shot. Um, I mean, that, that memory is seared in me forever. Um, I was at Fordham in New York City, and we were preparing to play Columbia, who was a, another New York City team, and we were game planning. And when the first plane hit, I think people thought it was pilot air. And then when the second plane hit, um, I mean, I just gasped because my sister worked in the 92nd floor of the second building. Mm. Um, and at that point I said, there's a, probably a pretty good chance. I just lost my sister. Mm. And it was one of those miracle stories that her commuter train that day was 10 minutes late and she saw the first plane hit and she got the last subway out of ground zero wow. and we didn't hear anything from her for two and a half, three hours. So from, you know, quarter after nine or whenever it hit till it was almost noon because all the cell phones, towers were jammed up. I mean, I, I thought for two and a half, three hours, my sister died. And then the stories start coming out that Nick Brandamarty um, was in the first building and he had called his parents and he was trying to get out and then they hadn't heard anything. And um, it just got progressively sadder. And you go through your coaching career and you coach a lot of players and there's a handful of them that you develop that really close relationship with. And you know, fortunately for me, Nick was one of those kids that as a senior, he had a concussion. He couldn't play. He joined our coaching staff. Uh, he was a business major, and every Wednesday he'd come up, and he was one of those guys that was, you know, 21 going on 41, and he and I would have a cup of coffee together before Wednesday practice every week and just talk about life. And uh, he came up and watched a scrimmage, the last scrimmage that year, and uh, his last words to me were, Coach, you know, you, you know I love you. And I'm like, hey, I love you too, Nick. And that was the last time I ever saw him. And uh, so every 9-11, I, I think of my sister and how lucky I am that she's still alive. And I think of Nick Brandamarty and how lucky I was to coach him. And uh, it's something that still bonds everybody in that program. Um, every 9-11, you can see the different face books and Twitter postings from kids that were on that team. Dave Clausen is joining us on the David Glenn Show. He's the Wake Forest head football coach. He does have a big football game on Saturday. Notre Dame is coming to town. I always introduce your segments, Coach, as how we talk life, sports, football, and the Demon Deacons. So I, should, I could either ask you about how you're going to contain Irish quarterback Brandon Wimbush after he kind of carved you up a year ago, or I could say, since you're the father of a daughter, and my daughter, my only daughter, just turned 16 yesterday, what fatherly advice and wisdom can you share? Because you seem like you're still a cool dad. I mean, like, I can't help you beat Notre Dame, but you might be able to help me be a good dad to my now 16-year-old daughter. So I'm kind of well, torn my, here. Well, my biggest advice is when your daughter and your wife get into it, take your wife's side. <laughs> I will file that away. Are you still a cool dad in the eyes of your daughter, best you know? Oh, I'm sure it, it depends on the time and the place and the hour and the day. So that that's... Uh, that's very transitional and transactional, but uh, I, for the most part, have a, a great relationship with my daughter, and um, 
you know, she a lot of times on on the wives' trips, you know, my wife won't come. She'll stay with my son, and I'll bring my daughter with me. And and you know, we've had some special memories doing that. So it's, uh, you know, I'm, she's a great kid. I'm proud of her, and um, she'll be here for uh, she'll be here for the Notre Dame game on Saturday. Nice. She's a little older than my daughter, so I'm keeping you on speed dial for fatherly advice. Uh, and then I will ask, how are you going to contain Brandon Wombush of, of uh, Notre Dame after he carved you up last year? Well, thanks for bringing back that memory. Um, he did. I mean, we, he, he played phenomenal against us last year, and we did not defend him well. Um, and he's one of those guys that I'm not so sure that he couldn't be the starting tailback at half the schools in the country. He's just so dynamic, so explosive, can make people miss. And then he's got a really live arm, and he throws a beautiful deep ball. They've got two receivers that are 6'4", 6'5", 230 pounds that can go up and get it. And they're Notre Dame. I mean, they get the best of the best. Their team is loaded with four- and five-star recruits. And a game like this that we've just got to execute really well. We've got to play at a high level. Um, we can't lose a turnover battle. And part of it is that when this kid, when, when Wimbush scrambles, you know, we got to get him down before it's 30- and 40-yard plays because he did that to us a year ago. We know you well enough to know that in your locker room, it is all about the next game and tunnel vision and focus. Can you tell at all beyond your own coaches and players, is there a vibe among Deacon Nation right now? Notre Dame is not just another brand name. You know, number eight national ranking is not just another day at the office. Can you tell, even as you guys are trying to win every game, that the fans are feeling differently about this one? Well, I, th I think number one in ticket sales. I mean, we're uh, you know we're going to have a packed house here on Saturday, yeah. and um, you know when ABC picks up the game and Holly Rowe comes to town, and I mean you know there's a lot of extra juice with this game uh, that comes when you play Notre Dame, and I know there's times that people in the ACC complain of the scheduling arrangement with Notre Dame. Uh, I don't. I think it's a positive. I think to get a brand like Notre Dame uh, to come to BB&T Field and to come to ACC stadiums. Uh, our fan base is excited about it. Our students are excited about it. And, um, you know, it's nothing, it's nothing but a great opportunity. That's all it is. And we're, we're fortunate to have it. And we just – I hope we play well and our kids are well prepared. And I know we'll play hard. And if you do all those things, then, you know, however the chips fall, they fall. It is all of those big things and the David Glenn show is coming and the big tailgate tour is coming. Do we still get a pregame photo with Coach Clawson or is this, this just so big in terms of magnitude that we're going to have to cut that out of the script this well, year? Well, you know, you're, I, I, get, I get time with you, you know, three or four times a year. Yeah. Notre Dame only comes to town once every <laughs> so many years. So, you know, you got to remember, uh, you know, who came up with you, and you've always been good to me, so absolutely, we'll get another photo. Thank you, man. Last thing for you, true freshman Sam Hartman has done a lot of good things for you at quarterback, uh, and you don't have to lean on a true freshman at that position very often. Kendall Hinton is back as the veteran QB, but he's going to be the backup. What's the logic there as we thank you for your time and let you go? Well, I mean, Sam played well in camp, and he's been our starting quarterback for three games, and he's played well. And, uh, you know, Kendall's a good athlete, and there might be other ways we can get him involved. So, um, you know, right now the offense is moving the ball well. We're scoring points. We just got to not turn it over as much. But Sam's played really well, and, um, you know, to me he earned the job, and he, he deserves the right to keep starting for us.
Get the ball to Greg Dortch is the best I can give you as my thank you in return for your fatherly wisdom. Well, uh, good luck with that one. So I'm, 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 I'm sure my wife would get a kick that I'm giving anybody fatherly advice. Uh, good work. Dave Clawson, you're always fun, man. Good luck against the Irish. We look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Okay, look forward to seeing you too. Thank you, Coach.